Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, let me say morning, studio. Morning. morning. I want to start with a voicemail from Whitney in Ocala, Florida. I was just curious if Lunchbox was still bicycling to work every day. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Lunchbox? Uh, the bike has been in the shop. Um, when what? You, yeah. What happened? No, no, no. Nothing happened. It's just routine maintenance. When you first bought the bike, they say... <laughs> After a month or two of having the bike, you need to bring it back in so we can stretch out the brake cables and everything. There's certain things that need to be fixed on the bike after getting some ride on it. And so I thought, okay, I'll just drop it off and they'll fix it right then. And they're like, all right, we'll see you back in a little over a week. And I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get right back. So I had to walk home. See, then you walked home. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I had to put my helmet in my backpack and I walked home. And, and here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. I got home and my wife's like, I, I, later my wife's like, why didn't you take an Uber? I was like, I didn't even think about it. I honestly forgot all about Uber, and I walked home. But you've been riding your bike consistently, most days, yes. And you feel safe doing it now. Yeah, you got the great. path down. Got the path. Got the you know the timing, so I know it takes however long, and I go that boom. And so I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I'm running out of time. And there's a couple of days I've had to pedal a little faster because I'm like, ooh, I left a little late. But I love it. So when you come in, sometimes you're sweaty and kind of yes. frazzled a little bit. I am frazzled, sweaty, and I change clothes when yeah. I get here. And you haven't wrecked except for the one car that almost hit you. Right, and I had to dive into the grass. Um, this leads me to something, though, called Spill the Tea. Let's spill the tea! Uh, Eddie. 
Look, man, I have the I have the the advantage of sitting next to Lunchbox, and it's great, great entertainment because I get to see what he's looking on his computer because right next to me. And the other day, I look at at his computer, and he is searching happy hours. It's like that's weird, and he's taking notes, happy hour here, happy hour there, and then he's googling the address and he's checking to see if these places are on the way from work to his house. Like bike, his bike path. His bike path. And I'm thinking, oh, no, Lunchbox has a problem. He's stopping at bars on the way home to grab a drink on his bike before he gets home. Does that mean a problem? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> guys, what time do we get out of here? Yeah. We get out of here like at noon. Well, Eddie, you leave at like four. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be a good happy hour. Is there something wrong with having a drink of alcohol? <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I don't at know. noon on your bike, you stop and we have a, little, have a beer on your bike. Yeah, alone. I meet someone for lunch. Hey, they got a good. No, 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 not I meet. Hey, no, alone. <laughs> no, I don't do it alone. Ever, ever. I'm, I'm not going to a bar alone. That's weird. Really? Who yeah. are you meeting? I mean, friends that have jobs. <laughs> hey, you want to grab a bite? You want to grab a beer? Like, it's weird. The industry we work in, it's okay to have beers at lunch. It's okay to have drinks at lunch. And go back to work. A lot of people do it. I mean, heck, I see construction workers doing it. What? So, <laughs> I mean. Why are you watching construction workers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Eddie, your spill the tea is you think Lunchbox is riding his bike to the bar after work. Yes. Straight up. Yes, yes. And I think he tells his wife he's working late. And Does that happen? No, I tell my wife, stop him for a drink. I'll be home in a little bit. <laughs> stop him for a drink at 1130. I'm Busy, a bike. Hey, stressful day at work. Got to have a drink. When has it ever been stressful? Dude, you guys, you guys are hard to deal with some oh, days. Okay. You know, oh. is that not true? We're driving you to drink? Yeah. <laughs> We're biking them to drink. Yeah. Okay, but you're good. Yeah, I mean, no stress express here. I mean, Eddie, who cares? All right. Eddie has a beer when he gets home. I have a beer at the bar. What's the at difference? A, at 1048. No, I get beers later later in the night. No, no, 1048 a.m. That's what he drinks. All right, well, that's a spill of the tea, but you know what? I'm going to say not a lot of tea there. Yeah. Could have been tea in the tea That was very watered down. Yeah, watered down tea for sure. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. So a few weeks ago, we had to get together with the family at my brother-in-law's house. We're having a good time. After a few beers, we started the discussion of who is the most athletic person in the family. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. I'm very competitive and so is my brother-in-law. We started debating who's the faster runner. Who could bench press more? And then we landed on boxing. Oh, no. My brother-in-law was adamant that he could beat me in the ring. I told him that even though he's a little bigger than me, I could handle him. No problem. But it was all in good fun. No punches thrown. Well, the other night, he came over for dinner, and he brought it up again. This time, no alcohol was involved. He was still dead set on it and said we should find a time to actually get in the ring against each other. He even texted me earlier this week to see if I was free this weekend. I don't think anything good come from this. Seems like a lose-lose situation, but honestly, I like to take him down just to prove it. Oh, gosh. Should I fight my brother-in-law, or will it call, cause more problems than it's worth to just prove a point? Signed, Boxing Brian. See, this is toxic masculinity here at its best, where the guys just can't even have this conversation, and they feel insulted that someone thinks they're more masculine than they are. Uh, I suffer from this occasionally. I'm not going to fight anybody because I'm going to lose, <laughs> right, for the most part. But if you're competitive and someone says, I'm bigger, faster, stronger than you— you kind of want to show them that they're not right. I do think this will cause problems if you win or lose. If you lose, you will have to live with it and live with him always talking about it forever. If you win, 
it is going to put a bit of a wedge in the relationship because he's going to be embarrassed or he's going to go, you cheated, and it's going to that's going to be awkward. It's really a no-win and you're going to get in the ring, and 45 seconds into it, you're both going to be gassed anyway. <laughs> As someone who – I just train box. It's really a grind, but then you add to the fact that someone's trying to punch you in the face and getting hit while doing it. It is exhausting. If you want to do it, I would go two, three-minute rounds and then call it after that. But I wouldn't do it because no. it's, just, it's just a win-win. If you must – and you think you both could handle it and you're mature enough to handle it, don't try to do Rocky and go 12 rounds. You will, And if it's a tie, it's a tie. But then you do it and get it out of your system. I just, I don't, it's just not a good idea either way. Now, Lunchbox, what do you think about these two dudes fighting? I love it. Listen, this is how you do it. When you run your mouth, you got to get in there and settle it. And if you want But I don't know that anybody's running their mouth because it did come up in a conversation. There's mouth running but it was organically brought up. Yes, but then he came over again with no alcohol involved, and it's still eating at him, and he still wants to prove a point. So you know what? Hey, you want to step in the ring? Go three rounds and do it. Do but do a minute and a half rounds because you're. It, you're me so gas. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. I know you think you're if you're in shape, it's a whole different beast once you're <laughs> doing it and getting hit at the same time. I say you probably shouldn't do it because it's just. The odds of it being bad for your relationship are very high, win or lose. If he just won't shut up and you know you can win, I wouldn't go into it going, I think I can win. If you know you can win, that's the only way I would even consider it. And then he's going to want a rematch. And I mean, you'll have the trilogy. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the pay per view rights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you got to negotiate those. And that's always a fight. Just stay away from it, Boxing Brian, if you're just wondering at all. It'll go away. That's Eddie, you're a dude. Do you want to? We have this debate where you're like, oh, I can beat you up. You can't. I whoop your butt. But what do you think? I think it'd be a great story for the family oh to come. My gosh. I think for years they're gonna be like, dude, do you remember when you guys fought? That was so funny. You guys boxed and so and so beat your butt. It was amazing. I was watching a story uh, back when the Celtics in the NBA had won a championship. There were two players on the Celtics that had just won. Uh, Rondo, who was a guard, and Ray Allen, who was a guard, and they hated each other and they boxed and they had no cameras and they fought each other in the locker room. And how did with that boxing end? Gloves. Um, one, Rondo was trying to knock his head off and Ray Allen was like, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. And then it ended with no real, they just did it and got it over with and nobody was hurt. Did they respect each other? I don't afterwards? know. I talked to him. Oh, I talked to him. Uh, dudes always want to fight, man. All right. Don't do it. I say these two guys say do it. So take whomever's advice you value the most. That's two to one. So yeah, we yeah but it's you two, you know? <laughs> All right, Brian, thank you. That is the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Eddie, what's happening in your neighborhood? Man, I'm in a pickle because we live on a street that's kind of slanted. Like, the driveway is at a slant, but the boys want a basketball hoop. I'm like, guys, you can't play basketball in our driveway. It's not possible. So they're like, oh, we can't play basketball. I said, wait, why don't we do this? Just down the street, there's a cul-de-sac. There are five houses. We don't know who lives there. But go knock on the door. Ask them if that's okay if we put a basketball hoop on the cul-de-sac. And we'll let the whole neighborhood play. We just got to get an okay from the people that live in the cul-de-sac. And they're like, no, Dad, that's so embarrassing. I'm like, guys, this is a genius idea. I'll pay for the hoop. Why wouldn't these people want a basketball hoop in front of their house? So does it stay up all the time or does it just stay up whenever you guys are playing? No, it'll be like a professional basketball hoop. that It's a permanent hoop. It's a permanent hoop that the whole neighborhood could use. Concrete it in? No, No, because it's going to be in the cul-de-sac, right. So it's going to be... With a base, a weighted base. Absolutely. Weighted base. Yeah. Yes, you put like That's sand on it, cement, whatever. 
Samir. And you think they're going to go for that? I don't know, but I'm saying, guys. You think that's a decent idea? He's I think like, it's a fantastic idea. He's like, a basketball goal in front of their house? Because I've seen like two kids living in some of those houses. I don't know who lives in the houses, but I've seen kids ride their bikes around that cul-de-sac. So I'm assuming if kids live there, they're going to say, yeah, that'd be awesome. You would need all five of those families Correct. to say yes and that they're okay with a basketball hoop where kids are going to be gathered in that cul-de-sac. Now we can set hours. Hey, no dribble, no no b-ball after 10 p.m. or 9 p.m., Who's whatever. Who's going to enforce it? You're not going to be down there to do it. Maybe I'll go down and be like, all right, guys, park's closed. This is my hoop. No maybes. You wouldn't. <laughs> I just don't think you can do that. Really? I don't even... Th- it's not your part of the street. It, It'd be like you parking your car down there and just... Le- now, you could. You could park car on that curb and just leaving your car down there, though, because that's legal. But is it um, acceptable as a good neighbor? I don't think it is. So you say five... Uh, you got to get five okays from the people that live in the cul-de-sac. Now, what if four say okay and one doesn't? No, that's no. it. I wouldn't even ask. You, I wouldn't send, you, you wouldn't send your kids to go ask? I think it's showing them responsibility to be like, door to door, hi, I'm a kid that wants to play basketball. If your idea is to show them responsibility and you know they're going to get a no. I don't know. I think they're going to get a yes, though. Is there any chance all five neighbors say, please put a basketball hoop in front of our front yard where kids will be gathered the whole time? I say yes. Okay. I I think there's no chance they're going to say yes, but I go, okay. The question is, do you think they'll allow it? I go, no. I mean... I, I hope so for the sake of the kids, but there's probably going to be one person that's not down with it. So, so you're going to no. say? No. Oh, one Grinch. I'm going to say yes. you got to send the kids. You send dad, they're going to say no because some old man is at my door. The kids, it's hard to say no to the kids. But if you, it's a permanent hoop. It's a permanent hoop, dude. But it's open to the neighborhood. And I told him, guys, if you're going to pitch it. I don't it, want something in front of my yard that's open to the neighborhood for everybody to just be like, this is the gathering place. Really? I would not want that. Even if it's kids, how enjoyable are kids playing outside? It's okay, great. The sound let's, of let's kids enforce playing. Nine or younger. I don't oh, want a 14 year old that's also looking to. Br- <laughs> and then they're going to play some two on two. The older kids, the younger kids yeah. can't play. I just think it's then, a bad situation. Who get? What if two groups show up at the same time and want to play? Like, who gets the court? Oh, that's tough. Then they come to me. I'll go settle the dispute. But Maybe I'm the marshal, dude. Maybe you, I'll put my address there. It. Come to me, and I'll tell you if you can play or not. Okay. There's like a lock on there. <laughs> Are you going to send them down? I've, I've tried to. I've already, this has been two weeks in the making of like, guys, go. And I don't even think they should do it. I, if I were the person and I had kids, I wouldn't allow it. I'm telling you, I was walking the dog and I saw one parent outside watering their plants. And I was like, "Ooh, should I ask for him?" But like, "No, no, no, I'm not going to do my my kids' work for him." You guys go to Facebook. Here's the situation: Eddie wants to put a hoop in somebody else's cul-de-sac. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's going to pay for the hoop. Hey, I'd put it Is on that my a driveway. I I put it on my but driveway. But it's for I your just, kids. But I can't. It's a slant. I can't do it. Well, if they can shoot it on a slant, they can shoot it on flat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. All right. On Facebook, the question is. Can Eddie put a hoop in someone else's cul-de-sac? A permanent hoop in someone else's cul-de-sac? Let's go. Because it's public. Yeah. Think about the sound of kids playing. It's beautiful. I, I, don't, I don't. No, it's no, not. you don't like that? No, it's not. They're crying. <laughs> Their balls are bouncing. All right, go to our Facebook page and put your answer up there. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks announced he will drop his anthology part two the next five years on November 15th. The project will take fans behind the recording sessions of some of his albums, and it will have two unreleased recordings, including a new duet with Trisha Yearwood. Kelsey Ballerini announced the 2022 Heart First Tour. It's a 10-date headlining tour in major cities across America, kicking off September in New York. John Party is sharing some of his different musical sides on his upcoming album, Mr. Saturday Night. 
Summer has requested a little more on my blue side. So it's kind of bluesy. So there would be some of that. And then there's just, just stone country. And there's just a lot of dynamics on it. And I like a record like that. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Anthony is nine years old. He got a new bike from his aunt for his birthday. And he put it next to the garage. Went to bed. Woke up the next morning. It was gone. So someone stole his bike. His mom, Crystal, and her sister, the aunt that bought him the bike, went looking for the bike. Could not find it. So she posted on social media saying, hey, there's a bike thief in the area. Then a woman reached out to Crystal saying, hey, I'd like to buy your kid a new bicycle. She said, no, that's okay. You don't, don't do that. We're just going to try to help find the person. But the stranger insisted. And so she said, fine. So the stranger is remaining anonymous. She met them at the local Walmart. She found the exact same bike and she bought it. And she was like, hey, happy birthday. And I thought that was extremely random and nice of her to do. Anthony's got a bike and they're still trying to find the bike thief. But it just reminds me of Amy seeing her kids' bikes being rolled around the neighborhood by the people that stole their bikes. Riding them, yeah. They rode right past us. And you went up and you tried to stop them. Yeah, my kids' bikes were very specific. They were stolen out of our garage. And then a few weeks later, we were down at the park and these kids come rolling by and my son's like, that looks like my bike. And I look and I say, you know what? It is. So I go running after them and I confront them and said, hey, those are my kids' bikes. And they said they got them from a friend. And They might have. Right. I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely dangerous. And a police officer later told me that I should have never done that ever. But guess who got the bikes back? And that's another good news story. Amy. Me. Then guess who got robbed a week later? (laughs) Who? Amy. No, I'm just kidding. That that was the scary part is I was like, these people know exactly where I live. (laughs) Did you ever see the kids after that? The same kids? Yes. In fact, one of the boys and I would try to speak to him often. He said he lived with his grandma. One time he asked me if I had a dollar and I said, why, yes, I do. I just wanted to show him some compassion and kindness and that I wasn't going to hold him against them. And you know, there's room for second chances. And? There's room in their garage now for a new bike. And we uh, moved. Yeah. And then they, I'm talking about the person in the story, not okay. just you. Is it? Yeah, Amy moved. Different ending. Uh, all right. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. About to have George Burge in. Here's our 30-second bio on George Burge. He is from Austin, Texas. You may have known him from the duo Waterloo Revival. Uh, he's a solo artist now. And he decided after that he wasn't going to be an artist at all. But Clay Walker said, Bro, we're writing songs, but you should... I don't know if Clay Walker's a bro, but he said, you put your songs up on TikTok. And so he did, and it kind of took off because he is really, really good. He's a big barbecue guy. He played golf at the University of Texas, and he just celebrated his 10th anniversary with his wife, Kara. They have two kids. So I'm a big fan of this guy right here, George Burge. Great story. Great artist. Let's go. go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. George Burge. George, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. It's really, really good to be here. You know, I don't know what inspired. Maybe I saw something online that was really good, and I was like, we got to get George in the studio. Were we talking online recently or something? You, um, man, so first off, been a fan of yours forever. Growing up in Austin, been listening to you on the radio forever. And uh, I'm sitting on my couch one night. I had just posted like a little story about being on the road with Gary Allen, and I covered one of his songs That's in my post and I'm sitting on the couch and I scroll and I see your name commenting on it and I about fell out of my seat. Yeah, I was like, so that's, that's was re- cool, that's a, man. It's really Thank good. You. Yeah, That's what it you. is. And then I took that and I pushed a little arrow and I sent it over to Scuba Steve's account and I said, hey, book George. We'd like to have him up on the show. I was just looking for stuff on Insta. 
I mean, I guess that's what I do now. I don't even go search full <laughs> songs. I'm just like looking for people playing on Instagram. And George is really good anyway. And you got a little heat on you right now. Man, life has been really good. Um, you know, I've been in Nashville almost eight years now, which is wild. And, um, you know, you bang your head against the wall forever. And then finally some things start working out. And uh, this last year has kind of felt like a dream, man. We've been touring. We've been recording music. And um, it, it feels like... It might actually work, man. So it's, it's <laughs> That's really how I feel, exciting. too. Like, it feels like it might actually work for me. Um, I'd like to do a couple things, George, before we get to uh, your music. Uh, if you haven't heard it, I'm going to get to his song, Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck, in a second, because I think we had you on the phone when that went viral. But there was a girl on TikTok who said all country songs say Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck. And here's a clip of that. Beer, beer, truck, truck, girls in tight jeans. So she said that's all country music was. Then you did something that was pretty clever. You actually made a song about it, but you kind of flipped it a little bit. Here's a clip of George's Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck. Just all you should know it ain't all beer, beer, truck, truck. Girls in them tight jeans, small town riding so what you did is you said, hey, it ain't always, and you start beer, beer, truck, truck. So whenever you get the idea for that, do you go, okay, this could be really dumb, or this could be, like, really clever? Were you kind of, or did you know you had something there? So it was um, almost like a stars aligning kind of week. I, ha- I was in Galveston, Texas. Um, Clay Walker had invited me to his house to write for his record. Flex. And hey, I what had, a flex. Didn't have to add that, I but I like that you did. Yeah, I like that you did. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> we got to lay the groundwork here. Um, but I had basically just told Clay that I was I was probably not going to do the artist thing anymore. Not because I didn't want to, just because I had been trying forever and I could not figure out how to make it work. And so I'm sitting there on the edge of the couch waiting for Clay to change my life with his advice. And he says, uh, you need to put your songs on TikTok. And I <laughs> so Clay Walker, who's late 50s, 60s, yeah. you know, yeah. he tells you, yes. you got to get on TikTok. Wow. And man, I wish you could have seen my eyes roll. I literally put nothing into it. Like I was like, man, that, that's a bummer. Um, but we go, I go back to my room to get showered up before we're going out for dinner for the night. And something in me was like, you know what? Just try it. And so I downloaded the app. Um, I have like six followers, my mom, my sister, a couple fake accounts, and that's it. And uh, the first thing I do is I click the country music hashtag, and I see that video. And I was already in like a good headspace from like writing songs for the week, and I was like, man, wouldn't it be funny if I took her words and wrote a song out of it kind of as a rebuttal? And then we went to dinner, and uh, Clay's like, open it up, how'd it do? In that three hours, I'd gone from like six to 20,000 followers. And all of a sudden, it's got like hundreds of thousands of views and there's all these comments. And then a week goes by and I've got 100,000 followers and there's thousands and thousands of comments saying that I need to finish the song. And I'm like, man, I've kind of got myself in a predicament. I'm going to have to put out a song called Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck with my name <laughs> on it. So I sat down and I finished it as best I could. And I actually sent it to this girl. Her name's Erin Chambers. And um, we actually developed a bit of a relationship. She's awesome. Um, and she told me that uh, she actually grew up a country music fan, got away from it. Um, but the song gave her a bunch of nostalgia and that she really liked it. And I actually brought her on as a songwriter with me. Um, and we so put you it made out. her a songwriter on? I did. I so put she, her, because this song's got over 10 million streams. So yeah. she's made a little money off She it. actually just texted me that she's like, these royalty checks are pretty fun. <laughs> That's oh, pretty nice. awesome. <laughs> she's an elementary school music teacher um, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. So the story got, I mean, it's one of those things you can't make up. Just the stars aligned and... Um, you know, sometimes it just works out. It was really cool. That's, That's pretty amazing. Cool. So George Burge is here, and I'm going to have you play this song, and then we'll talk about it afterward because it's pretty interesting how and why you cut it. But this is Mind on You. 
Uh, George is here. George, you want to introduce who's playing with you here? Yeah, this is my guitar player and one of my best friends. This is Daniel Newell over here on guitar and harmonies. So, Daniel, you will know that you first are a guitar player and second a best friend. So always know your role. <laughs> my whole life. Yeah, He's my okay. best friend that plays guitar. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is George Burge. Go ahead, George. Well, baby, you're a wildfire that light me up, little out of control. Yeah, you know. Well, baby, you're a tall drink, little tap shit that'll get me going. Hold on. We both know that road that we're going down. Right now, all I can think about, I got my mind on you and you on my mind. Got these four wheels on a two lane and we cutting through the night. Got your eye in my head and your love on my lips. Hugging on these curves like them jeans on your hips every time. You I've been looking like you do. I got my hands in my eyes and my mind on you. I got my mind on you. I got my mind on you. I got my mind on you and you on my mind. I got my mind on you. I got my mind on you. On. Great job, George Burge. Thank you. That's follow George on Instagram, George B I R G E. If I ask you to play a little bit of Beer Beer Truck Truck and the Gary Allen cover, do you know them both? Um, yeah, I think. Oh well, boy, that yeah. <laughs> say it. No, I can play Beer there. Beer Truck Truck. I don't know about the Gary Allen cover. If I if I, I mm. yeah. Mm. I can play the chorus of it, probably. That's all I care about, yeah. George. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. chorus. Because I'm deciding here if I want to do, do another <laughs> yeah. segment for with you or not. And if you can't do it, you're just gonna have to go. <laughs> say yes, George. Say you're yes. gonna have to go. Just you just always say yes, George. <laughs> yes, sir. Just remember, yes, always sir. say yes. <laughs> We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. 
Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. On the Bobby Bones Show now. George Burge. So it turns out, I was on Instagram and I saw George play this song. Play me a little bit of the Gary Allen cover. What song did you do on Instagram? It would be you. That's one of my favorite Gary Allen songs. So it's like, um, if it was a drink, it would be a strong one. If it was a sad song, it would be a long one. If it was a color, it would be deep, deep blue. And if we're talking about a heartache, it would be you. Wouldn't you invite him to come up here if you were? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, George Burge. So you grew up in Austin, Texas? Yes, sir. You were born there? Born and raised in Austin, Texas. Actually never lived anywhere else till I moved here. Really? This mm-hmm. show... Born and raised in Austin, Texas. I know. The whole I, show, I, there yeah. were many a times in high school where I was late to class listening to this show. <laughs> I would appreciate that. So you live in Austin. When do you decide to make the move to Nashville? I moved to Nashville at the end of 2014. And actually, I never really like thought I would play music for a living. It was always something that I loved. I did it in high school. I grew up on 6th Street, X's on my hands, and a, a little band. And um, we kept it going in college and stuff. And um, I tried to be responsible and get a desk job and just kind of... What'd you do? Um, I worked in commercial real estate doing business development. And um, I was like a, a number cruncher at a, at a financial firm too. So Were you like always itching though to get out and play even though you were doing that? Were you playing locally or did you just give it up for a while? Man, we just played locally. It was like, didn't even tour, just did it because I love it. I would, um, you know, it was one of those jobs right out of college where you're working until 9, 10 p.m. every night and I would get out of work and we'd go rehearse till 1 a.m. and then go back to work the next morning and then we'd play Friday, Saturday nights um, in little dive bars in Austin. And it kind of started, you know, a couple friends would show up and then all of a sudden it started getting bigger and bigger and we started just packing out these local venues and um, then we were doing a show for a local station in Austin and um, I met one of the guys that uh, ran one of the stations and, uh, you know, like everybody else, this was a time of burn CDs. I was like, Hey man, I got this demo. Like, can I give you a demo of my burn CD? And, um, he took it and he called me back the next day and he's like, you're the first person I've, I've ever called back that gave me a demo. Do you mind if I send this up to Nashville? And, uh, that's what he did. And some, you just um, mailed it to the city. And, uh, 
it just a couple lucky breaks got me here. Some big people believing in me. And, um, you know, I've been here for a minute now and had a couple um, things almost take off. Um, been knocking at the door for a minute. Um, but this last year of, you know, Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck went crazy. I got to sign a record deal and um, make my first full length record and started touring a little bit and opening up for some guys like Gary Allen and Jake Owen and Brantley, guys that I've like, that hung the moon for me, you know, that I've idolized my whole life. So um, this past year has definitely. I mean, I'm out here hanging out with you, man. This is this past year has been a whirlwind. Yeah, things are trending for me. downward after all that. <laughs> yeah, things are trending. Uh, would you play a verse and chorus of Beer Beer Truck Truck? Yeah, man. If of you course. missed the last segment, what happened was uh, a girl was on TikTok going, "All I hear in country songs, Beer Beer Truck Truck," and then George was like, "Well, let me see if I can write that." So, so. When I wrote it, I kind of sat down on the edge of my bed and I was like, okay, beer, beer, truck, truck, girls in tight jeans. Yes, we are guilty of that at country music, like whether we care to admit it or not. Like, And we all love that too. And this was kind of like um, what I came up with as far as like the verse and the story. So it'd be like, um, somewhere on a dirt road, somewhere where the stars turn blue, somewhere on a tailgate, I'm laying back just dreaming about you. I know you think I'm crazy, out here just living slow. No, I can't blame you, baby. Just thought you should know it ain't our beer, beer, truck, truck. Girls in them tight jeans, small town riding around. Girl, I hope you miss me. I know the city called you. Go, baby, spread your wings. I'll be here waiting on you out here in the country. When you play alive, it's even better. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so that... You're single now that you played a minute ago. Ray, would you play a little bit of Mind on You? I got my mind on you and you on my mind. Got these you know, when I hear this song, I can hear, and maybe because I kind of know the story a little bit, I can hear Aldine singing this song. Yeah. It sounds like an, when Aldine like, wants to do that couple songs where he tries to act sexy, like this sounds like <laughs> one of those songs he sings. Like, I'm in my underwear. You know, and you're like, that's a catchy song. It's kind of weird. But, it's but when he sings it, but I can feel that vibe in it. So he had that song on hold. When I was kind of on the verge of like potentially not doing the artist thing anymore, um, I was really focusing on writing songs. And so um, Colt Ford, uh, one of the first big artists to believe in me and give me a chance. And um, me and him were in the writer's room and um, not really writing for anything specific, just trying to write a great song. And we finished it and I didn't really have a way to put it out. And it wasn't what he does as an artist. So we're like, let's send it to Jason Aldean. And uh, 24 hours later, um, we get an email with his entire team CC'd on it. And they're like, hey, don't play this for anybody else. Um, Aldean wants to hold it for his new record. And um, fast forward six months, this dumb song, Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck, like blows up and um, completely changes my life. And I've got record labels calling me. And I'm like, I just have no idea what's going on. My world is spinning. And um, all of a sudden, I you know decide which record label I'm going to sign with. And I'm on the phone with the head of that label. And he's like, hey, man, I've listened to all your stuff. And... Um, I think Mind On You is your hit. I think that's a song that changes your life. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm in trouble because <laughs> I just gave it away. And he goes, well, you need to call and ask for it back. And um, they gave me my song back, man, which does not happen that often. You know, it's uh, they could have easily told me to buzz off. And, uh, man, I can't believe I got to put it out with my name on it. And um, I I'm really, really excited. Uh, I feel like we might just be getting started, and I can't wait to see where it goes. George Burge got a self-titled EP out now. It's got five songs on it. Uh, including Mind on You, 
and Beer Beer, Truck Truck, a few other songs. So if you liked them here, I think you'll like this. But you say you finished your whole record. Is that coming out? Like more more songs soon or what? Should be coming out this fall. Um, I actually just got mixes um, in yesterday. And uh, I don't know if it's cool or not to listen to your own music, but I think I've listened to it like a hundred <laughs> times. I'm just so excited about this project. And um, we'll have the record coming out hopefully in the fall um, and doing a bunch of touring too. So um, I'm feeling very blessed right now. That's what's up. George, great appearance. This is one of those we were going to do one segment and we did two because it was so good and I rarely do that if I'm being honest with you. Bobby, I cannot thank you enough, man. That is uh, really special and thank you for believing me and having us up here. Well, cool. and I know this is radio so listeners, some in their cars like can't see the smile on his face like when he, hopefully they can hear it but whenever you're telling a story or talking about your songs or looking at Bob, like you have this smile and this on your face, and it just—I mean—I hope it's coming through. Well, you look fifteen, and but you've been married ten years. <laughs> hey, you, well, what about this beard, man? I've been it, working it, hard on this. It looks like a struggle thing. beard. You yeah, can it barely looks like, see it. It looks like you've been working <laughs> hard Bobby, on it. my life is a struggle, <laughs> yeah, man. So it looks like no it. Yeah, yeah. All right, there he is, George Burge. Follow him at George Burge on Instagram or George Burge Official on TikTok. Not the unofficial guy, because that guy's a douche. The unofficial <laughs> yeah, 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 unofficial yeah. George Burge. All right, there he is, George Burge. All right, let's clap him out of here. Nice job. This couple bought this house. And then they were doing home renovations to this house, and they found bones underneath it. And first they were like, wonder what animal? It's a no, human, human bones. Whoa. They found human bones underneath their house. Uh, Cassidy Cassell and Eaton Merritt bought their house in March. Then they were trying to renovate it, and then they found bones. And newspaper from the 1960s. So not even like 1800s. Like, like 1960s. Like I wonder. They just say they're oddly large. And he was under, I guess, doing some electrical wiring and just thought it was like an animal or something. But they were really big. What do you think? It, a woolly mammoth then? <laughs> and then we found a woolly. We got a woolly. But they're, it's massive. And it's a bone like when you see the skeleton in the classroom and you see like the, um, the fibula. Yeah. Like it's a long, long leg bone. One of those. Yes, it's that. They're super long. And they're clean bones. So they're like, all right, that's the deal. And... Everybody freaked out, and then they realized it was a large goose. Wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like human bones, though. See, <laughs> but for a long time, it was human bones to everybody. Man, that's and they a all big felt goose. like, what? Well, yes, it, no, it's a long bone. Wow. So, huh, huh, huh. It's a goose <laughs> on the human. But I wanted to walk you through their emotions while they were feeling it as well. They had to like shut it down because they thought somebody was murdered under there. Wow. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Doritos has a new flavor coming out called Tangy Tamarind. And apparently this is the first time this flavor has ever been used for a snack. And it's like a tangy treat with like a, a kick of heat that'll pop in. And so I Googled, why wouldn't tamarind be used? And apparently side effects of this are acid reflux and high risk of dental problems. Oh, wow. I never heard of tamarind. Me neither. Oh, I have. When down South Texas, it was tamarindo was the, the yeah. ingredient. So it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. So it's a regional thing. You know what else would give me dental problems what? and hot? Uh, acid reflux. Prostate, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything hot. So it must just be a real, like, pepper-type kick. Like, all the candies we would eat as kids, they would say acid on them. Like, we'd be like, mm, I don't care. But it was, it was, <laughs> it was so good. It was tamarindo. <laughs> tamarindo. Tamarindo, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. I thought when I read that it was some sort of fruit. 
Yeah. A tamarindo. No. Oh, like a mandarin dough. That's what I thought it was, a yeah. mandarin yeah. dough. Yeah. <laughs> not- All right, what else? So if you find those Doritos, eat with caution. Uh, which, speaking of uh, caution and things that might end you up in the ER, I have funny ways celebrities ended up at the hospital. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, Chrissy Teigen, she once bit into a suspicious orange and her lips swelled up due to a major allergic reaction and she had to go to the ER. But why was it suspicious? Well, I don't know. Was it like whistling? It, I guess it ended up suspicious. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Like, did it? Was it a different color? It's just an orange. She probably was allergic to it, right? Yeah. Okay. Demi Lovato cut her forehead open with a healing crystal. I heard suspicious healing crystal. Oh wow! She should have known because it was suspicious. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. be careful with that. Gal Gadot cut off the tip of her finger while day drinking and cooking. Okay. And I guess her husband was so grossed out by the severed tip that he quickly threw it in the garbage disposal. <gasps> so they weren't able to even. Her finger. Oh. I like that story. Uh-huh. Anybody ever have to go to the hospital for something really dumb? If you Ray, I, I saw Ray hit a, a microphone, a button. Do you, Ray? Do you have anything? Yeah, I did when I cut off my tongue. I was in the shopping cart and I tipped out, but I was young. Wait, it's what? not when I was older. Oh, you fell out. You fell out and cut your tongue? Yep. I like part of it off? Yeah. Is it still off? No, no, it's back on. I'm good now. You grew back like starfish? <laughs> You're a starfish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Regeneration? Yeah. I like it. All right. All right. What else, Amy? Halsey was loading the dishwasher when she slammed her ankle into the door and actually fractured it. And then lastly, uh, Candace Cameron uh, had a hand injury when her brother, Kirk Cameron, drove over it with a golf cart. All right. Uh, now that I physically feel uncomfortable, what's the next segment? <laughs> well, Dolly Parton was talking about how therapeutic writing music has been for her, and she said... Yeah, that is her therapy. She never had to go to a therapist because songwriting is what heals her. And I was like, oh, dang, I wish I had something that didn't make me go to therapy once a week. Like, yeah, I PlayStation heals me. I tell my wife that. I'm like, it heals me. <laughs> my mental health. I need to play PlayStation. Yeah. It's, it's what I do. And, you know, she don't, she don't really buy it. She no. don't really think that's a, yeah, she's cool with it not being a mental health tool. Um, and yeah, if I'm admitting it, I'm lying. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, I said it. But yeah. that's good that you do, do have awareness that PlayStation relaxes you. Yeah, I'm probably lying about that. I just like it. But you also need some probably like interaction and feedback. And stuff. Yeah, I do all of that. Yeah. All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Midori Edwards reached out to her local news station, Denver 7, after she got straight up scammed by a mechanic. He was so shady. He took money. She's pregnant. She's already a single mom with a toddler. And he said he was going to pick up some parts for her. And then he just straight up never returned, took her money. So she's like, people need to know about this. So when the news reported the story, the community felt for her. And they decided to start making donations to cover the money that she had lost so she could get her car repaired. Well, then Budget A1 Transmission stepped up and said, we're going to go ahead and repair your car for free. So you keep that money to get yourself wow, back you up on your feet. Wow, keep the money too? Then Dang. Denver 7 what, what? decided to send her on a shopping spree what? to prepare for the birth of her new baby and get everything that she would need. So Dang, they just kept like, I see you mm-hmm. and I raise you. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, dang, all this good stuff's happening to me. <laughs> I'll take it. But she was literally in a place where she said she had pretty much lost all hope in humanity and this completely restored it. I'm there in that place place about 4 30 every morning oh yeah yeah I hate, I hate waking up really lost hope in all humanity myself even <laughs> that's what i feel like every morning when i wake up when does that change i'm just though? not a, um mm. I, 8 30 p.m on the show yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah basically when i wake up a little bit uh good for them good for them for stepping up did they ever catch the guy do you know 
I mean, she definitely outed him. But so. they, they, they didn't find him and oh. beat him up. Listen, that would not, That'd I don't know, cool. that's not tell me something. No, good, I didn't, so yeah, we'll, we'll leave that out. We'll leave that out. All right, great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Do you like a quirky house or do you like your house kind of standard? Oh, I like a, when it's a little more eclectic. Well, this house in Ohio has two jail cells in it. Oh, no. It's, that's, like, a, it's like a regular house. It's too quirky for me. <laughs> too quirky? Yeah. It has two jail cells. Everything else pretty normal because they built around, they left the jail cells in that space and they rebuilt the house. Yeah. Uh, $275,000 if you want to get the house. The cells are allegedly the ones that held John Dillinger at the Allen County Jail. But again, they the jail went down, the house went up, but they left that there. The house is pretty awesome looking. If the house was awesome, you liked everything about it, but the jail cells stayed in it, would you buy the house? Yeah, I would, I would have to renovate this. No. Okay, they then. Have to stay. Uh, no. It, it held the gangster no. in there. That's cool. It's, that is awesome. It's, it's actually pretty cool in there. I, I, and you know somebody would accidentally get locked in. Yeah. Eddie would come over. <laughs> exactly. We'd be doing something funny. And, hey, come like, on, Just man. test it out. Test it out. But it's an awesome house, and there are just mm-hmm. two random jail cells in it, like by the kitchen. Are there toilets in there? Um, yeah. There, and one of them, no. It's like a double bench. It almost looks like a holding room for when there's seven or eight folks uh, the holding tank. waiting. And then the other one beside it is a small one where there is like a little sink situation. little mm-hmm. sink. I guess you can pee in the sink if you need to. Okay. <laughs> but it's crazy. Would you... I like it. I like a quirky house. The problem I get into is I see something and we have this issue with our house now and I'm like, this would be so fun. And then eventually you got to resell it if you move and you're like, well, nobody else wants to buy that quirk that I thought was so fun. So I thought that was pretty fun. 275000 bucks, you can get this house. Built in 1972 and they just refused to tear down the jail cells because they thought it was a part of history. It's under contract though. It's selling right now. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why do bananas use sunscreen? Why do bananas use sunscreen? So they don't peel. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That was the morning corny. So a woman wakes up and she sees that an intruder was sleeping on her couch. Like... Got in, they were stealing, they were breaking in, and I don't know if they were drunk or I don't know what was happening, but they fell asleep and they're on the couch. So she called 911, and the dispatcher said, The police are busy. Uh, wake them up. Huh. No. <laughs> and she no was like, way. No way. She's like, I'm not doing that. So the cops showed up, you know, 20 minutes later or so. Here is her talking about the situation. I walked halfway down the stairs and there was a strange man lying right here on my couch. They said that the police were really busy and would we mind waking him up ourselves? What? That's crazy. It's not your uncle who fell asleep watching football at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, he was over at the house like, hey, wake uh-huh. him up and put, let him go to bed. It's somebody who was trying to break into your house who may do bad things in general. I was thinking about this. If I went and woke up middle of the night and there's somebody on my couch, what would I do? Like, I got to think quick. Uh, before I called 911, I would run and get, well, it's fairly close. I'd, I'd get my gun and I would put it on him and I'd wake him up with the gun on him. Oh, so oh. you would wake him up? I would, but no, I wouldn't nudge him and be like, hey, 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 buddy, angel, hey, <laughs> hey, you okay, boo boo? No, I would, ta- I would take the gun and I would hold it on him and go, hey, hey. Oh. And I would wake him up that way. 
And any movement at all, like aggression, I would just shoot him. Oh, my <gasps> gosh. Oh, my gosh. He's, oh. he's in your house. No, he's I coming know. at you. I, I for sure shoot him. I had my house broken into. Uh-huh. I've been jumped. I've had it all. Yeah. I, there's And Caitlin's in the bed. There's no chance that any of that is happening if that, that, that is what I would do. And I would call 911, and I would say, I got him, and I'm holding him here. The end. Now, if he runs away, if his back is to him and he's running out of the house, I'm not going to shoot him in the back. I'm going to let him run out of the house. But if he comes to me in any way, I'm just going to shoot him. And so that that is what I would do. I was thinking, what would I do? Like immediately, what would I do? I grab the gun, hold it on him, and then wait till the cops got there. Um, and then if he got a little fancy, I shoot him under his feet and go dance. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, like the movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's somebody on your couch, Amy. What do you do? I'm calling 911. Like I find my phone and I go and I quietly call and I'm just like, send somebody here and hopefully they stay asleep until everyone can get there. They probably will because they're probably passed out. Yeah. Like harder than just being a little sleepy. What you would probably need to do is go grab your phone, call 911 and lock yourself in a room or place that he can't get to even if he wakes up. I know, but then I think about my kids and they're upstairs. Well, you got to make sure they're good too. Oh, that's first not, thing, first thing's first. first. Yeah, thing. Amy's yeah. like, and then I'm in there and I'm like, what about my kids? <laughs> no, 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 no. Get them, Amy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even I, if you have to go lock yourself with them, but you yeah, yeah, yeah. just I'd, make sure that you're not able to be mm-hmm. touched or attacked by the guy. Eddie. Yeah. I am grabbing my kids quietly, calling 911, getting them, and we're all going outside the house and we're going to call them outside the house. And maybe knock on a neighbor's house and tell him, like, hey, we need to hang out here for a second. You're exposed, though. Like, say he comes out, he sees you. Ugh. We're running. We have the whole world, though, to Does run. your door not make a noise, like, front door? <laughs> <laughs> it might. I don't what? know. No. I mean, Mine just makes a creep. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's what I'd be worried about. Yeah. Uh, Lunchbox? Listen, I'm going people's elbow. No, Boom. you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not, you're not elbowing him like a wrestling match. Absolutely. And then zip ties like cops do when they don't have their handcuffs. Boom, citizen's arrest right there on the couch. And you have zip ties super Why? close. Well, I got great tape. I drive the lows, and I... No, I got great tape. As or soon you, as you take the tape off... As soon as you move them. Or you put a pillowcase over his head. Boom, 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 boom. Can't do nothing. He won't he wake up. Ah, where am I? Oh, no idea. So you slam a pillowcase over, and then you start punching him. Yes, and then he wakes up, and he doesn't know where to go, and you got him. Does he have stars going around his head? Yes, <laughs> It's like a cartoon. I mean, tell me that wouldn't work. Yeah, you dr- then, it, does an anvil come out of the sky and land on his head? <laughs> and then you citizens arrest him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's probably the worst idea uh-huh. of the four. That could Why? get somebody hurt the worst. I don't even like How do you thinking figure? about this That's anymore. you versus another dude. You're probably not going to win in that situation. Mm-hmm. You duct tape he, him? He may have a gun. What yeah. if you have duct tape? You duct tape him to the couch? I mean, come on, you guys. You duct tape him to wherever, but it's going to be tough. <laughs> duct tape. Yeah. Duct tape. Uh, that's a weird story. I, I felt bad for her, mm-hmm. especially the 911 operator. Like, yeah, just, just wake him up. Like, wait, what? No. Uh, cops got there. It ended up being all right, but almost not a good situation. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. 
but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Starting tomorrow, we're giving away 5000 bucks if you can win this game, Two Truths and a Lie. It's a very easy game. It's a very old game, and we're doing it to celebrate the premiere of my show, Snake in the Grass. It premieres Monday, August 1st on USA Network, which, by the way, I guess I'm not supposed to really promote this, but tomorrow, not on NBC, there's a whole episode after America's Got Talent. It's like the preview episode. I'm not promoting that, but I'm just saying it'll be on tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, Snake in the Grass, August 1st, 11, 10 Central on USA uh, bobbybones.com because we need people to play we're going to do an example round here now this will be a glass room example lunchbox will be a fictional five thousand dollars for you oh fictional oh. that means not real yeah that means mm-hmm. fake i can't keep <laughs> okay so raymundo scuba steve and abby you're each going to have a little story to tell yep no longer than 15 seconds yes lunchbox has to guess which one's the lie all right up first raymundo raymundo what's your story Well, I almost died when I was born. In the womb, the umbilical cord got wrapped around my brother and me. We were life-flighted to Utah, Salt Lake City, and that's actually where I was born, not Michigan. So, Utah. So, for those that have listened to the show, Ray is a twin. By the way, I don't know the answers either. Ray's a twin, but he says they almost didn't make it out alive. And they had to go to, as he said, Utah. 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 Okay, there's Ray's story. Scuba Steve, our executive producer, give us your story, please. So back in 2011, I was working in San Francisco in radio, and I spent several minutes talking with Ed Sheeran about the weather and some random stuff. But as I was talking to him, I had no idea that it was Ed Sheeran. I just kept carrying on talking and talking and talking. It was at a station event before about to have him come on and do performance. So I should have known it was him. It was completely obvious, but I just 
Had no idea it was Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Brett Kyrie story. Okay. Truth or not. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah. That, made, that made the game. I mean, good. good example. I mean, I know I understand, but you got to have a better example than that. Uh, let's go. Let's go over to Abby. So I, th- I think it was just in how he told it. If he just said he was at the radio station and he's just hanging out with some dude, didn't know who it was, and they were just talking, getting ready for a big performance, and then. You know, 15 minutes or so went by, and the guy's like, Oh, I should go in there. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you're going to go watch. And the guy goes up, and it's Ed Sheeran. Oh, that yeah. that, that would have been a bit better. better. Same better story. Same story. Yes. But, Still pretty bad. All right, Abby. <laughs> okay, so one time I was interviewed on Good Morning America. I was in New York City um, to perform at Carnegie Hall with a group of students, with like a Western group. And um, Good Morning America asked us to come on, and we were standing behind like this cooking segment outside, and they came up to me, interviewed me on like our experience at Carnegie Hall. So. It was cool. Okay, so part of that story you know is true. Yeah. She went to Carnegie Hall. Yeah, Carnegie Hall. Yeah. But you know this. You know she went to New York. You know she went to New York. Yeah. Who knows if she played Carnegie Hall? Who knows? Whatever. Yeah. You know she went to New York to sing with a group. Yeah. So. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I don't remember that. Okay, well then I anything should shut with, up. Anything with her singing, I've tuned you it out. You walked out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got three stories. Did Ray almost die in the womb with his twin brother? No. Did Scuba Steve... <laughs> I don't know what he did. Well, what is Share a chat with Ed Sheeran and not know? Or did Abby not get interviewed on Good Morning America? Now, which one's the lie? Well, I know Ray is true. Like, Ray almost died at birth. That explains a lot. And you think he went to Utah? What do you mean explains a lot? Well, I, I mean, his brother's tall. He's short. I mean, I don't know. And I don't understand. You think like one of the tubes didn't feed him properly? It, like, yeah. And, and it's just weird that he would fly from Michigan to Utah, but I guess that's the nearest hospital. But I, I don't. I don't. No? I, I, I doubt no, it. I don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't really understand that, but that that's just that's true. Like it, that just sounds true because I know a lot of kids that happens to. So Ray's is true. And listen, Scuba is a radio nerd. Like he is a nerd for music. He loves everything music. For him not to know Ed Sheeran, I just don't believe it. That's the lie. So Abby's is true. Yeah, I mean Ray's they, is they, true. I don't know. I don't know anything about Good Morning America, so that could have happened. I don't know how that show works. I don't know. You've never work? seen it? How it works? Yeah, I don't know which I one guess that is. We're on air at the same. Well, that time. could be confusing. So that's Between what I'm saying. She's like a couple or even the three. There's two big ones basically. Like she said, she got interviewed in a yeah. crowd in Good Morning America about a cooking segment. I, I don't know. Which I, one do you think is for sure? For sure, true. Ray. Okay, hey Ray. He says yours is true. Is it? It's true. Oh. oh. Wow. So what? Ha- so do you know any more about that? Uh, yeah, it wasn't Michigan. It was Wyoming, and we had to do this uh, private plane all the way to Utah. That was the closest hospital for, I don't know, pediatricians or whatever. My brother almost died. I was there, too. The umbilical cord, they had to go in and unwrap it or whatever. That's how we were born. So you guys, it sounds like we're kind of in like a wildernessy type area, and a part of Utah was closest to where you were in Wyoming. Yep. Okay. Ray, that's true. Lunchbox. <laughs> Sniff that one out, I didn't sniffed you? Sniff that Sniffed one that out. one yeah, out, yeah, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Abby. Now, now. now. Oh, 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 okay. He's now now in it. Now now. Now now. Scuba's <laughs> terrible story. He made a toilet terrible on purpose to make me think it's the lie. Are you switching it up? I didn't ask if you locked in, so you can still switch no, it up. No, I'm not because I, I still stick with Scuba is a radio nerd. He listens to music all the time. He yeah. knows who every artist is. He is dialed in on the music. Hey, Abby. Lunchbox says your story is true. Now, we know you were in a singing group. What was that group called? 
Uh, the Prairie Rose Wranglers. <laughs> from, from Wichita, Kansas? Yes. And you guys did go up and sing at Carnegie Hall. We did. And as part of your trip, did you guys go and stand outside of Good Morning America? Uh-huh. And was there like a cooking segment? Yes, we were and, behind it. And did they interview you? They did. Hey! You would have won $5,000. Hang on, we said game was real. $5,000 fictional dollars. Hey, uh, Scuba Steve. Yeah, yeah. do better. I mean, <laughs> the delivery was a little weak. Well, as I'm reading it, I'm like, I'm not believing it myself because it wasn't true. And I'm like, wow, I can't even believe this. And I don't, and then <laughs> well, now I'm, elaborate. I'm in it. You got to be a liar. Go on a little bit. I know. And my, my head's somewhere else. And so I just, it was, you won Lunchbox. Congratulations. But you, I mean. Your getting, head's somewhere else. We're on the air. I know, I know, I know. But giving Scuba a not knowing a musical artist one is just not mm-hmm. a believable thing. Here's what I'm going to do, Lunchbox. I got another one. Oh, Five thousand? No, no, I'm not giving you five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh. That's the listener starting tomorrow. Okay. But I have another one coming up in like twenty-five minutes. Okay. Now, here's what I'll do. We've already got the game done. Got it. Oh, is he in the next one? He can't play in it. Can we switch it up though and take him out of it? I think I've already seen. Then okay. I bet we can, I can help create a new one. I'm gonna give you twenty bucks if you win. Okay. You give me five if you lose. That's good. Dang. I can't control the game. Yeah, I like that. I'm down for that. Okay. 20 if you win, you give me five if you lose. Boom. We'll play in like half an hour or Shake so. on it. I'm not touching you. Oh. Did you ride your bike this <laughs> No, rain in the forecast. Uh, you don't want to ride in the rain? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a cyclist, not dedicated. Rain. I, I'm fair weather. Ah, I like nice. that. All right. Fair weather. Well, I'm going to play Jordan Davis by Dirt. Before I hit it, though, let me say, Ray, you can stop that song for one second. Thanks. I got to tell you guys, you can still get into play because we're going to play all this week and all next week, and everybody that wins wins $5,000 with a chance to win $25,000 or more, all to celebrate the premiere of my show, Snake in the Grass, on Monday, August 1st at 11, 10 Central on USA. Please watch. Hit up bobbybones.com for the rules and to sign up to play. I bet you Luke Combs sings that last song, even though I'm leaving, I ain't going nowhere different now. Because, you know, it talks about having a kid and then, you know, leaving for, to go to work or go, and they come back. And when he wrote it, he was like, that was perspective of one of my co-writers. But I bet now, when he sings it, now that he has a kid, I'm sure he thinks of it as himself now. And it oh, probably yeah. mm-hmm. makes him emotional now, way after he wrote it, because of now what he's feeling. You know, I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I feel every time I leave Caitlin. Even though I'm leaving. And she's like, no, go ahead and leave. You're good. Go ahead and leave. You're good. Go ahead and leave. All right, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Boy, this one was a doozy. It was such a doozy that I sent it to Mike on like Saturday and I was like, I got to talk about this story. So Elon Musk reportedly had an affair with the wife of Google co-founder and longtime friend, Sergey Brin, prompting Sergey's divorce this year. Elon Musk denies it. These Musks, They need their own reality show. If they didn't have hundreds of billions of dollars, they'd probably do one. Uh, Elon Musk was involved reportedly in a romantic affair last fall with the wife of the Google co-founder, a longtime friend of Elon Musk. The affair allegedly prompted the Google guy's divorce from Nicole Shanahan in January. You know, I just, I would understand, not that I would agree with it, but I would understand, let's say some woman is dating Ray. And then Elon Musk comes in and is like, I'm Elon, I'm Elon Musk. And she's like, wow, you have hundreds of billions of dollars. So, okay. And Ray's like, wait, what just happened here? 
I would understand that because Ray doesn't have hundreds of billions of dollars. How much money you got right in your bank account? Um, thousand. Okay, thousand bucks. <laughs> so I would get that and go, well, she's not my type of person, but I understand why people would do that. Now, when this Sergey guy has hundred billion bucks and she leaves him for Elon, is Elon some sort of like wordsmith? Is he would be all right? I don't know. He just seems yeah. like a weird dude. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the appeal either. So there you go. December 2021, it happened. <laughs> Supposedly, they were uh, still living together. La, la, la. Elon Musk is uh, in the news again. His dad is saying, I think his name's like Edon or something. Oh, What's Elon it? and Edon? Uh, it's something <laughs> like that. It's some name. That makes sense. So he's like, you know, going on this thing where women are begging him for a sperm because oh. he has created Elon. Interesting. And he says women are begging him for it. What? Now, he's the same guy that married his stepdaughter. Remember? I don't yeah. know if they married. They just had two kids. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? Well, That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And But someone who I think he raised since he, she yeah, was she like was four three. years old. Yeah, three or oh four years gosh. old. So it's already well, weird and gross anyway. I and mean, maybe you think, well, maybe she was 25. But no, she was a kid. Mm. So that's a, a weird situation. Yeah, Errol. His name's Errol Musk. Errol. Errol Musk. Not Edon? You know, I like Edon a little better. <laughs> Maybe his cousin. But he claimed that a company's been offering him uh, money and the chance to donate his sperm. Okay. So there is a... We'll call him Edon. Oh, Edon <laughs> Musk. Officers in Pennsylvania shoot and kill a 15-foot snake coiled around a man's neck. Oh. oh. I was thinking about your lunchbox on this oh. one because you hate snakes so much. Yeah, I don't understand it. A police officer shot and killed a man's 15-foot pet snake. At, how do you shoot it, though, if it's on a neck? Do you have to put the gun up to it, and then do you make the guy turn at an angle so yeah. the bullet doesn't go through? Risky. Uh, so it happened Wednesday about an hour north of Philly. Police were called to the house of a 28-year-old man in cardiac arrest. He was laying on the floor unconscious. Officers oh. say the snake's midsection was wrapped around the man's throat, but that snake's head was just far enough away for the guy to shoot because they had to shoot. While it was on him, scary, but through the head, which wasn't exactly right in line with him. So, neighbors said they often see the guy holding the snake outside of his house or holding it in the house through his window. But remember, a wild animal will go fully wild animal on you, even if it doesn't go wild animal 99 other times, Mm. it still has a shot to go wild animal on you. That's from ABC7 New York. Yeah, that is a that's a tough one there. Uh, so there's something. If you go to a concert and you're like, dang, why are tickets so high and it's not because of scalping? They have something called dynamic pricing, which is where the tickets can fluctuate based on how in demand they are, if it, this is allowed. It's a version of scalping, kind of. Or sometimes, I know there are artists in country music who buy up their own tickets and resell them themselves. And it's no a dirt. Way. Oh, yeah. And then they're all like, oh, I can't right. believe people are ripping off. And they're like, no, bro, you're ripping your own fans off. And you're Dang. acting like somebody else is doing it. Who does that? No. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no initials? No chance. So the Springsteen tickets are going for four to $5,000. Okay. That's ridiculous. For a pair of tickets because of dynamic pricing. I would just like to say this. If you come to Comedically Inspirational, my show, no dynamic pricing. Hey, no dynamic person on stage either, but that's what you get. <laughs> Uh, so if you see dynamic pricing, the tickets could go up or down based on the demand of the tickets. That is unfortunate. Uh, so if you want to come to my show, I don't think there are any left for Saturday. And there are like eight 
we just put up on Friday night in the balcony. If you'd like to come, just go to cmatheater.com or go to bobbybones.com. Uh, Marvel unveils two new Avenger movies for 2025. Hey, Movie Mike, I saw this yesterday, but they didn't say who was in the movies. No, not yet. So are they creating new Avengers? They're building towards it. All the movies coming out now, they'll probably be a part of the new Avengers. And 2025 just seems like too far to even tease. <laughs> I just get annoyed more than I get excited. Like, have they even started making it yet? That's a good point. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, so that's why it was kept secret. <laughs> yeah. So now they can start actually publicly moving forward. Correct. Who do you think is going to be in these? Probably, like, some of the people from the last ones, like Thor, the people still around, and then all the new characters they came out with this last phase will probably be in it. Who is the Captain America now? Don't they shift that? Anthony Mackie. Is he always going to be it, or will then he pass it to somebody else, too? They'll probably keep passing it. Do you like that? I think he's pretty good. No, no. Do you like they keep passing it? Or would you rather see Captain America old? I'd rather see him old, Me, too. Like 55, not even old, but like older. <laughs> yeah. Like 55 and just like mentoring the next one, but he never goes out. It's like uh, the queen and the one below is like, dude, just die so I can <laughs> <Yeah>. take it. <laughs> <laughs> Humane Society is finding homes for 4,000 beagles bred for research. So here's the story. So they were doing research on these beagles. They had been owned by a company and then the judge said, no, you got to let them go because you're mistreating the dogs. So there are 4,000 of them. And so now the Humane Society is going, all right, we're going. Let's go. So there are rescue groups from Wyoming, Massachusetts, Virginia, and elsewhere working together to assist this effort. This story is from NPR. What I would suggest is if you live in Virginia, we have a lot of listeners in Virginia, and you're looking for a dog, you could probably Google this and find where these be- beagles are awesome. We had a couple as a kid, like honey oh, dog. really yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, so we had a couple that we used because of their excellent snouts. We used to hunt with them. But if you can and you're looking for a dog, I would encourage you to look this up and check it out. Uh, Kevin Costner's salary for Yellowstone has fans shocked, but not us. We talked about it last week. He is getting paid $1.3 million per episode on the show. The amount covers his acting and his producer role, oh, which yeah. mostly they just add that producer role. <laughs> he doesn't really do much. Uh, he probably has some say, but not really. Like, I don't like that scene. <laughs> or that seems I'm great. I'm sure if you make that much money, you can do that. To <laughs> say I don't like that, yeah. That's from Taste of Country. Here's a story that I saw that I thought was awesome. So Jennifer Simpson posted on Twitter. She said, hey, look, I've got these these shoes and a jersey I'm going to sell of like J.J. Watt shoes and jersey. My grandpa died. We're raising money for his funeral. It was just a tweet. It wasn't to him. It was like, if anybody wants to buy them. And so he got it, saw it, replied, and was like, don't sell them, and we'll take care of the funeral. And so he sent her money PayPal to, to like, hey, let me take care of the funeral. Dang. That was an awesome story. Love it. Saw the tweet. That was pretty amazing. So there you go. Also, I'll say this, and I'll play it for in a little bit. Speaking of tweets, I played the Opry on Friday night. I did stand up Friday night. And so there was a woman who tweeted me to say, hey, I was doing a backstage tour of the Opry, which if you come to Nashville, you can do in the daytime. It's awesome. She goes, I was doing I saw you were performing tonight, so I bought tickets. Can't wait to see the show. That's all the tweet was to me. And so I saw it and I said, where are your tickets? And if they were on the lower part of the floor, that way I could at least talk to her. If you're way up there, I can't see up and, you know, when I'm performing the Opry. And so she goes, yeah, she showed me your tickets and you can see all this. And so I get up on stage and they give me my 12, 15 minutes, which every artist has. And I go, hey, uh, I'm looking for La La La, are you here? And she goes, woo. And I thought it should be a fun bit. And so I said, hey, why don't you come up? And I, never, I don't know even if I could do that at the Opry. And so, but I'm like, hey, why not? And so (laughs) she comes up and I'm talking to her a little bit. And I said, hey, I didn't know if she could sing or not. It was just going to be funny. And I said, hey, let's do a little duet here. 
your Opry debut. She's like, oh my God, what's about to happen? And then if you go to my Instagram, you can see what happens. But I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what happened. It was so cool. Oh, anybody see it? Do you guys no, see the video? Like you brought this. her on no. stage stage. On stage stage, yeah. That's crazy. She's up in front of the crowd. I'll play it for you coming up in a little bit. So if you can't go to my Instagram, but it's at Mr. Bobby Bones. But I did not expect what to happen happened, and it was not set up. I didn't even give her any room, really, because I thought she's going to come up, be so nervous, it'll be funny when she's so nervous. And I went, you are my sunshine, my only. And then all she had to do was go, sunshine. That's it. <laughs> But it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Twitter rocks until it doesn't, which most of the time it doesn't. <laughs> uh, finally, the average U.S. price of regular gasoline fell again over 32 cents. Yes. Gas continues to drop. We like it. Keep on dropping. That is from Politico.com. All right. Do you want to do the Mega Millions now, the audio, or in a minute? Oh, in a minute. So <laughs> people can know if we won or not. We, you know, they need to come back. Well, the news has if anyone won the massive amount of money. Okay, that's a good point. Did anyone win the massive amount of money? No. Nobody? Okay. Uh. So, but <laughs> people won other amounts. Correct. Did we? I'm just going to ask you this. Here we go. You want me to ask him? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go. Let's just It's going to start with a let's just say, yeah. but go ahead. With all the tickets we bought. Correct. Do we get to cash in for anything? Correct. What? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay, so we won something. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say we won something. No, I didn't say that. Okay. We will find out what we won. We'll do two truths and a lie again. We'll give Lunchbox a chance to win some money. Yes, $20. $20. And we will play that clip from the Opry. All that coming up next. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash, 
alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. So nobody won the big mega millions. We played it. Nobody won it. It will now go up to $790 million, uh, but we won something. So what's the audio we have here, Lunchbox? Uh, This is me, another gas station, another lady. I mean, these gas stations haven't been helping me out. So this one, I told her, look, the world hates me. I need you to help me. These get creepier. The last time you're like, let me see your fingers. No, I touched his fingers. Yeah. I touched his magic fingers. Here's a clip. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I need to get rich. <laughs> you come to the wrong place. But I'll try to help you anyway. No, I want to make a million. Okay, well, let's see what we can do. No, no, like, 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 look, the world, I feel like the world hates me, so I need you to have, like... You put my juju on there for you? Yes, and, like, show me that the world loves me. The world does love you, but I can't control that, but I'll try with my juju. Like, 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 are you, what are you going to say to that machine? I'm going to say, please, Betsy, do him right. Uh, because I named her Betsy. Come on, Betsy. Be nice to me, Betsy. And if you get super rich, yes. don't forget my name. I will never forget your name. Do you need to rub them on your tattoo? <laughs> no. There we go. Rub, yeah. rub. All right. Okay. Woo! All right. We got it. We got it. You're going to win. Woo! You right. just felt like day. it wasn't creepy enough until you hit with the tattoo. <laughs> right? yeah, you want to rub, rub it. it on your tattoo. Okay. Let's just get to the point here. Did we win more than a dollar? Yes. Last time we only won $2, which means we lost. Did we win more than $2? Yes. Woo! We're ahead of last time. <laughs> I think it's even as last time. Uh, did we win more than $5? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that How was much did we win? So never mind. $4! And we doubled up then. We're not clapping. We're not clapping. You convinced us to do this. We keep losing our money. <laughs> but now... But I only give... No, not but now. But now... When, when's, it, it, when's the drawing? Tomorrow. It is the third largest jackpot in Mega Millions history. <laughs> And so now we need to get back in. We need to do it again. You've caused me to waste a significant amount of money. It's not waste. Bobby? It is waste because... Okay, but if we win, is it a waste? But we haven't won. But if we okay, win here tomorrow... It here it is. Here it is. I'm in! Yeah! I'm in! No! I'm in for 21. Amy! Because it's just 20 bucks more. Yes. Right? It's entertainment. I'm playing for entertainment. That's it. Amy! I'm in. Yeah! Who else is in? Scuba! Always in, yeah. Scuba's always in. And Lunchbox knew that. That's why I went straight to him. Go ahead, Ray. Eddie, anybody else? Speak Uh, up. Eddie, come on, Hey, you know what? I skipped out in the last one, and I saved up for this time. $790 Morgan. No, I'm not in. I don't I don't feel good Come juju on. vibes. Morgan. What in the world is wrong with you? But you keep doing things with the gas station people and it makes me feel weird. That is it is weird. It is yeah, weird. Yeah, what if that's what's causing you to lose? How is that no, touching no, no. people's tattoos and stuff? Like doing things with their body, because it's always something yeah. about the body. Okay, then I won't do anything with their body this Love time. Love it. Like go in with a British accent, talk about how you just came to America and yeah, be like, I'm coming to visit my I'm mother. You're trying to get your green card and yeah. it costs money. 
and you want to stay here because you're working on a nonprofit. Okay. I like so that. So a fake yeah. story. Yeah. Okay. And see if that Nothing works. Nothing matters. <laughs> None of this matters. All right, Lunchbox, no win, but we'll give you the 20 bucks before we leave Woo! today. Let's wow. get rich! It's Lunchbox's birthday today, by the way. Yeah. Hey! What's up? What's up on the birthday? Uh, man, well, it took long enough for you guys to recognize my birthday. I'm a little offended. I recognized it. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I put it in one of your segments. I'm just saying. No one else. Like, I'm, I mean, Amy said happy birthday. Eddie, no one. But I was it's waiting. Okay. I threw you a gift. I said, Amy, you said it. I'm just saying, uh, for my birthday, uh, I was expecting my wife to wake up early, cook me breakfast, because last night she's like, what do you want for breakfast? You want scrambled eggs? I woke up this morning. Guess what? She didn't get out of bed. So Do you get out of bed for her birthday? Yeah, because I'm up before her. But did you do something? Like, did you get out of bed to do something extra for her birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Uh, I probably cooked scrambled eggs. You probably, probably did. Probably. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, Thank you. Happy, happy birthday, man. So I have no idea what we're going to do today. I mean, it's my, my wife has to have something planned, right? I'm Are sure. you doing anything for lunch? Not that I know of. I have no idea. I'll tell you what. How about I send you to lunch? Oh. You and Ray yeah! and Eddie. You're going to send us with him? This is your present to send us to his birthday. I have to leave. <laughs> I have to fly away. Just for a day. Okay. I'll be working from a different studio tomorrow. But I will... Lunchbox, tell me who's going to lunch with you, and I will I will pay for that lunch, All okay? Right. right yep. For your birthday present. Jim. Most, f- most people four. Sean. No, most Sean. people on four, and then you have to <laughs> prove to me they're going so you're not just taking money from them. Okay. Okay. Now, we may have to go to... Steak, steak, no, steak, no, steak. no, no. What? Steak it dinner. can't be anywhere you've never been for lunch. No, no, I'm saying it might have to be lunch on a different day. No, nope, my- today's your birthday. You, he said, what do you have planned for lunch today? And you said, said nothing. nothing. So well, I, I s- don't know if my w- I have to text my wife and see if she has something planned. What if <laughs> okay. she's going to be jumping right. out of a cake? We'll, we'll <laughs> okay. figure it out. She's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. but this will be the birthday present for my wife and I, okay? We're yeah. going to send you to, send you to lunch. All right, let me think. Um, okay, hey, Ray, well, I want to play. The doesn't open until 4. I want to I do want to play this from the Opry. I went and did stand up at the Opry on Friday. And so I go up and I do my set. But a woman had messaged me saying, Hey, I'm from California. We were doing the Opry tour today. I saw your plan tonight. So we bought tickets before we go home. And I was like, Well, that's awesome. And so I saved it. But I also said, Hey, where are your tickets? And she said she was in the lower part of the show. So I went up really not thinking anything was going to happen. But I go up on stage and I do this thing where I'm like, Where are you? And she goes, Woo. I made a little joke because they're, woo, sound like an animal. And so I said, hey, come up here. I didn't even know if there were stairs to get on the stage, honestly. So luckily there were. So she comes up the stairs and I say, hey, we're going to do a duet. And she's kind of freaking out a little bit. I'd never met her. Didn't know anything about her. Didn't even know what she looked like until she got up there. I said, we're going to do a duet. And the whole band's behind me ready to go because somebody else goes right after I'm done. So it's full Opry. The house is packed. And this audio, it's okay, but you can hear what's going on. Play it for me, Ray. We're going to sing a duet from the opera stage, and then we're going to be done. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna, you'll, I'll come to you when it's your turn. Okay. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Oh, my God, she's good. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. You make me happy when skies are gray. And then we'll sing the rest of it. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. 
got chills. It was I mean, awesome. No, I didn't know her. I didn't expect it. I really thought she would like forget a word or not know it, and we do a little comedy. But then she crushed it, and that's why I was like, "You just sing it," because this is like your moment here. And then she just clutch time performance, nailed it. Said good night. She walked back down, went out, used the bathroom, went home. I mean, <laughs> that's it. What a special memory for her. It's awesome. Uh, it's on my Instagram if you want to see it, Mr. Bobby Bones. But it was. It's pretty awesome up there. Uh, lunchbox to give a chance to win some money for you. It's your birthday. I'm ready. Two truths and a lie. Next, okay. All right. Twenty bucks if you can nail it. But the reason we're playing is we're going to give a listener a chance to win five thousand dollars Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week on the show. I mean, twenty compared to five thousand, but I'll take it. Well, you get a salary here. I can do it for free if you'd like. No, nah, I'll do the twenty. All right. <laughs> well, come back and Got play him. two truths and a lie next. All right, up for grabs. Lunchbox, twenty dollars to you. The question that America wants to know is. What does $20 do? Make you holla! That's right. $20 make you holla. <laughs> so, tomorrow we'll play the game and get $5,000 away. But we're going to play it tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Then we're going to do it next week as well. So we have all these $5,000 games. And then we actually have a chance to win over $25,000 as well. So this is all to celebrate the premiere of my show, Snake in the Grass. Monday, August 1st at 11, 10 Central on USA. Please watch. It's just, can you spot the liar? Eddie watched the first episode last night. Loved it. Loved it. I watched it with my whole family. We all loved it. Thanks. Did you, you pick the all? liar? Did you pick the liar? No. You not did. even close. You missed? <laughs> yes. It's hard. It's really hard. It's good. And they don't even like do editing to manipulate it. It's still tough. Dude, I was 100% sure I picked the liar. Yeah, not even right. close. But can you pick the liar now, Lunchbox? There are three people up here. I do not know who's lying. I'm right. So Amy, Morgan, and Scuba Steve all have a little story to tell. Love it. See if you can pick the liar. Okay. And if you lose, you owe me five bucks. Yeah. Amy, ready? Yeah. Tell yours. Well, I've hit a lot of things with my car, but one time I hit a cow. I had to hit the brakes to avoid one cow, but another cow that was with it, it came galloping like right behind it and boom, ran right into it. Then the owner of the cows actually came out and apologized to me. So thankfully, I didn't have to pay for any of the damage. Like, he handled it, and it was awesome. Amy has hit a cow. <laughs> what? Okay. What are you already thinking? I mean, cows don't gallop. Yes, they do. Yeah, they kind of do. When oh. they're galloping across the road. Are you already road? calling this as a lie? I mean, that's pretty bad. Okay. Okay. I mean, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. Cows gallop. Okay. What? So you waited around. If you hit a cow, then the owner comes out. Did you get out of the car to see? I mean, it's just. Of course I got out. Am I giving you every detail of what happened in College Station 1999? Ooh, good details. Texas A&M University where there's cows everywhere. I like that, That's a proper wrinkle. That's a good one. I'm not just walking around on the road. That's Amy. That's Amy. Morgan, over to you. Well, you guys know I'm obsessed with Shania Twain, right? And it started before I was even born. My dad's also in love with Shania Twain, and he wanted me to be named after her. But my mom was like, no way. We can't name our daughter after a famous artist. There's no chance. So then they both came up with a name, which are now my middle names, and somehow settled on Morgan. But so I was almost you, named after well, Shania. What are your middle names? I'm watching his face, and he also thinks this is a lie. I'm just <laughs> letting everybody know. <laughs> Everyone's a liar. But, I mean, I don't know anything about her parents. That's that's so hard to know anything. You know anything about Amy's life in College Station? I do. Yeah, <laughs> what, are, what are your middle names? Well, I can't tell you that. She doesn't have to answer your questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just Is it a lie or is it not? Okay. 
finally up is oh god it's good to see you there we go here we go i was walking down the street and i saw a bird that's it scuba that's not it no every week so every week night at five when i was a kid i'd watch the five o'clock news with my mom channel nine news bob opsall and marlo each they cut the danny trainer he'd do the weather and if he said good swells great weather at the beach tomorrow i'd run upstairs go on instant messenger tell my boys tomorrow we are ditching school so we would do that the next day during lunch a lot of commotion run out head to our trucks, and go to the beach. One time we got caught by the security guard. How old were you? I was 16. Okay. Got caught by the security guard. He was going to turn us in, but we bribed him with 7-Eleven Slurpees, and we got away with it. Okay. Scuba coming with a magnificent amount of details that time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) just layering them in there. Too many, actually. All right, so Lunchbox. Man, this is a lot harder because they're all terrible stories. No, they're actually all pretty good stories. No, no, because Scuba, let me tell you about Scuba. First, he said it was when he was a, like, he was a child. And then all of a sudden he turned, it, and then he turned it into high school and 16 and driving cars and hitting hey, his that's boy. That's up to you to listen and see if you can pick the liar. Instant message. So you have three of I eight. don't even know how old Scuba is now because he won't tell us his age. So I, I'm trying to figure out when he would have been 16, if it had been in the 2000s or if it was in the 90s. Amy hit a cow. Morgan was almost named Shania. Scuba Steve surfed. <laughs> yeah. Something. And almost got caught. Almost got no, caught. he got caught. He, he, he traded Slurpees in a Slurpees or something? drug deal gone wrong. I'm not sure. Okay, so 20 bucks off for grabs. Yeah. But you owe me five if you miss. Yeah. You want to hear who the liar is? Do you know for sure? Yeah. Why? Why is she? She's so react, yeah, reactive. Wow. Why are you so bad at this game? Go ahead, lunchbox. Amy, look at me. Amy, why are you so bad at this <laughs> game? Why did you just yell why know. like that? How did you know? He doesn't. He's he does. Well, he does. Go ahead, lunchbox. Who? Who is it? Well, here's the thing. Now, now I'm confused because I was gonna say Morgan number two because Shania Twain wasn't big until the late '90s. No, so she was not, not exactly true. So she was already born before that. Like she, okay. Shania Twain wasn't having hits in '92. Okay, go ahead. You know, I think that's when you're. When were you born? I was born in '93. Okay, '93. I don't think Shania Twain was around in '93. Shania Twain was like '97, '98. Okay. Uh, but Amy's reaction to I was like, I already know how. <laughs> like tells me that she's the liar. But or she, does it? <laughs> I don't think Amy's that good of a, a, a game player. I don't think she's that good of a poker face. Go ahead. Gosh, this is going to be bad. Because if she tricks me, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I'm going to be so freaking mad. I don't know who the loser is either. I'm also playing. I, I know. I, I know. But those are the two. Yeah. Uh, like so I'm you gonna... think Scuba's right? Like, should we go to Scuba? Yeah. But, Scuba's uh, out of it. Yeah. But you Scuba's do not out. Go. Scuba, is yours uh, truth or a lie? That is 100% true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Scuba's terrible at this game. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> like when he's lying, pretty he bad. has nothing to say. When he's telling the truth, he's just way over the top. Okay. So it's Amy or it's Morgan. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know anything about Shania Twain, but I just don't think she was around until the 90s. But when I said, I know the liar, Amy's, why? So you're, you have information that you feel is factual. And, based and on Amy your won't look at me. And then reactionary <laughs> based on Amy's reaction. Go ahead. I can look at you. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Try to think. Dang, when was Shania around? For $20. And let's not forget what $20 do. Make me holla! That's right. Why? Who are you going with? Who's the liar? Amy. Now, I don't know the answer either. Like, I, I but I, I, here's the thing, and I, I may have got fooled by Amy's why. The, the facts of it is, 
I just don't think Shania was around, so that's why well, I was. Why would, why would you not go with Faxon over him? Because that. Because I'm I an think emotional Amy's person. threw me off too. Right. I still don't think Shania was out when Morgan was 93. Yeah, 93. I don't think that means she had to be out at 91, 92 for her dad to have to love her. That to me would have sent me to Morgan, even though Amy reacted like that. Right. I know, I, I, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not a history buff on country music. Maybe he knew underground yeah. artists. Under, yeah, underground. Underground and, Canadian. Yeah. yeah, maybe he was big into Canadian music back Could, in the day. Oh, yeah. So I just went with Amy. <laughs> Why? Well, I would have went with Morgan. You went with Amy. Ah, dang it. I think I got I There's it. money out for grabs for either one. Amy, if you got me with your stupid why, I'm going to be upset. Okay, well, will the person who is lying go, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I oh. thought he was already logged in with his answer when I said why. <laughs> what? Yeah, she blew it with that. Because he, I for sure. But also, does Lunchbox not listen to anybody's stories here? Because Morgan has said that before. Morgan, how could if? She, That's uh, what I'm saying. I know his first song was in '95. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but she had some music out before, and my dad would just loved country music, so he knew. I mean, he was a big fan of everything in the '90s, so he knew about her before she blew up, and he loved her. Well, good job. Um, Man, that cost, me, that cost me twenty bucks. Yeah. Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Amy got so offended. But you right. didn't in the beginning. You didn't believe my story at all. You're right, and, and I didn't we, either. And when we'd you, have known it, that was one we would have known. You would have shared with us. And if you I got thought. so, you got so offended so fast. I was like, man, that's on her. Well, then, yeah, because I thought I was sold it with the college station. No, you came in too hard, aggressive with that. Lunchbox, you're all right. Congratulations, you won yourself twenty dollars. Morgan, good one. Yeah, I'm a pretty good liar. You are. Scooby Steve, you're terrible at this game. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. No, you true. weren't lying. And Amy's know, terrible but... at the game, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poker face. Um, so, okay, anyway, we need people to play for tomorrow's show to win $5,000. Hit up bobbybones.com for all the rules and to sign up to play. We'll start tomorrow. And don't forget to watch Snake in the Grass, my show, Monday, August 1st at 11, 10 p.m. Central on USA. Thank you very much, everybody. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Hamden, Connecticut. A 25-year-old man was walking into the dollar store, and two women were coming in behind him. So he's like, here, let me hold the door open for you. They walk in. They didn't say thank you. So he reaches in his waistband, pulls out a gun, says, What is happening? Wow. When someone does something nice for you, you need to say Thank you. Listen, he's got a point, but I, there's no need to pull the gun. Yeah, I feel like he's got other things going on I, in you, life. You don't hold a door so people will say thank you. You well, expect them to say thank you. Yeah, but if they don't, that's okay. Yeah. But you don't pull a gun. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Wow. So what, he didn't shoot? No, he didn't shoot. He just said, you need to learn how to say thank you. Well, did they learn, though? Like, I if bet you went they to them did. now, they're saying thank you when they open the door now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So what happened to him? Uh, police were called, and he was arrested, and he was facing multiple charges. He wasn't supposed to have a gun. That's what I was yeah, going to say. Someone yeah. that makes that decision usually has made other bad decisions <sighs> that should keep them from having a gun. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, it's time for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Starting at number three. Number three. A woman from Pennsylvania hadn't seen her mom in a while, so she got in the car. She drove up to Maryland. On the way up, she stopped at a gas station and said, ah, I should buy a lottery ticket. Won 100000 bucks. Thanks to her mom saying, you need to come see me. That's number three. Let's go. Number two. A 13-year-old girl. I'll say it again. 13 years old. 
She's from Texas. Her name is Elena Wilker. She got into medical school. She is 13. She just was accepted into the Hearsing School of Medicine at the University of Alabama. At 13, she graduated high school last year and has already completed two and a half years of college. That is oh my wild. <laughs> All right. Number one. A McDonald's franchise owner in Ohio had to close for three months to renovate, but, well, he never stopped paying his employees. He started out as a part-time worker there 60 years ago, worked his way all the way up, managed the place, then owned the place. He says he knows a lot of his employees live paycheck to paycheck, so keeping them on payroll was not a hard decision, and that is exactly what he did. So shout out to him. All right, that's your Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. All right, tomorrow, Randy Hauser in studio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's Randy Hauser. Yeah. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.